no, they did another YKS. Look out, here comes another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Sit down and listen to Mike and JF. Oh no, they did another YKS. Now you gotta hear another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Put your headphones on, it's YKS. Hey guys, uh, big fan of the show. I also live in Nashville. Um, I was going out, got some spicy nuggets today from Wendy's because they're in limited time, but they were just awful, terrible, dry, and I feel like the fast food in Nashville is just, just terrible. The, the Broadway McDonald's, the 8th Avenue Burger King, the West End with the Wendy's, I mean, they're all just terrible. You got like 20 minutes outside of town to get a decent fast food. I just wonder if you guys are also having this problem. Anyway, love the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YKS. It's the the world's most, I think, popular and well-respected fast food podcast. Yeah. We're reviewing fast food restaurants, quick service restaurants. The Food Boys. The Food Boys. That's pretty good. There is there is a little bit of meat on that bone, which brings me to our next segment, Bone Meat. Yeah. That'd be a pretty good. That would at least... Pop. Do they have segments over there? Who? Oh, no one. Yeah, that's what I thought. Back to more Food Boys. What was it? Food Boys? Food Boys, I think. Yeah. That's something. That's not bad. Anyways, um, I'll just say this. You know, you find yourself out. You're on the, what do you say, Broadway McDonald's? Yeah, I didn't know there was one yeah. down there. You and me, we don't go to the same places, okay? <laughs> You're not going to catch me. You can catch me at Ruth's, Ruth's Chris. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, I don't ever go to those. I think, first of all, if I'm on Broadway, I'm going, to, of course, to Kid Rock's Kid Rock's Honky Tonk. I'm hopping in Bar there. And grill. And uh, you, you sit down. We should go there. We do need to go there. Just to go there. Why not? Didn't we almost go there? Slum it. We came the... close one time to going and then ultimately passed. And then we also came close to going I think, to that. I think we saw like a stick or something. <laughs> hey, is that a stick? <laughs> Let's go mess with that instead. Uh, we almost, we also almost went to that Hooters downtown. And you wouldn't, you would yeah. not go into the Hooters with me. I just thought, I thought, look, I know it's not good. Something about. A hoot, a hooters. Yeah. Downtown. Yes. Where all the tourists are. Screams not great to me. Something about that experience. But we were already there. Like, I would never go there for that purpose. Uh-huh. But we were already there. And I thought, I don't know, you could eat some fries there or something. Like, there's, you. it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. It's going to be fine. I'm like yeah. cradling you in my arms. It's going to be all right, Mike. I don't you know. know. <laughs> um. I guess what what is the experience at the kid? What is the Kid Rock place actually called? First of all, do we know what it's even called? It has some kind of special name. Um, because I know there's it's called Kid Rock's Big Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse, and that's real. That is real. Okay, Kid Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk Rock and oh, Roll. Oh, it's Big Steak, Ass Steakhouse. Yeah. Okay. Because the other ones, the other country music themed ones are like the Jason Aldean experience and stuff, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that what it is? Yeah. The Lyle Lovett room. All right. Okay. Hang out there, I guess. He was married to Julia Roberts. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, okay. That's, that's one thing. That's really all there is. That's the feather like, in his cap. Get the Julia Roberts sandwich. Sandwich. And it's... This is not a big place either. It's a very small place. Yeah. 
Uh, there is um, there's the Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines restaurant where one side is Garth Brooks, yeah, one side is Chris Gaines, and it's like the lighting is all different, mm-hmm. the whole vibe is different. Like Gar- on the Garth Brooks side, you can get like chicken wings, uh huh, you can get a hamburger in there, you can get you can get a chicken salad sandwich, yeah, and then over on the Chris Gaines side, of course, it's like. Pretty much the same thing because the they same. it all comes from like Cisco, like a provider, like a distributor. Just for logistics reasons, it is very similar. But everything is really depressing. It's sad over there. So. But I sit over on that side every time. Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk and rock and roll steakhouse. Let's look at the menu of this place. This is like five stories tall. Um, of course, they've got the Happen Harry's Tennessee Lager. Not a fan of that. <laughs> I'll skip that. Um, I don't need any of that shit. They've got the Detroit Rock City Mule, which I think the name could be worked on. There's Leah's Key Lime Pie, and that's a drink. I don't know who Leah is. And there's also the Steve drink. <laughs> it's called the Steve drink. It's got Stoli. Okay. It's got club soda, and it's a t- it's in a tall glass with two lemons. <laughs> They also got honky tonk tea. The vodka soda. It's just a vodka and lemonade. This sucks. There's no prices on here, which is bad. Devil without a cause is your cherry vodka, cranberry pineapple, all these like mixed drinks. Yeah. Okay. All these fucking fat tourist idiots from like Columbus, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like eating it up, wearing like a fucking Sons of Anarchy shirt. Yes. And just loving it. Wow, so this really is more of a bar than a grill because the menu is fairly limited, right? You've got your apps, mm-hmm. which are very standard. Then you've got the burgers, classic burger and then cheeseburger, two separate line items on the menu. Seems like you could just have cheeseburger and save the ink, but then you've got the big-ass dog, so they've actually got a hot dog on the menu at the place. And then they got the steaks. This ain't This ain't a Ruth's Chris. This Let's ain't. not kid ourselves. That's why you're going to find me at Ruth's Chris. <laughs> That's where I'm at. We're sponsored by Ruth's Chris now. That's so disappointing. Um, so I guess my advice to the callers, I'd check out Kid Rock's Honky Tonk, the big ass honky tonk, and yeah. get a hot dog. Do you think he eats here? Like just people pouring in. Yeah. <gasps> this is what it's like. <sighs> They're seating all of Idiots. the bodyguards with like, yeah, Kid was just in kid last week. Kid was just here. You just missed Kid. You just missed Kid. <laughs> Oh boy. But I guess I guess it's okay for us it's okay for a celebrity to have a restaurant, right? I guess. That's okay. I don't understand it. I don't understand it from an investment perspective. You, gotta, you don't understand it from an investment perspective. No, I don't. I don't get you it. You think that all restaurants are, are money holes or what? I think they can money be. Pits? And I think just like watching Bar Rescue and stuff makes me feel like making money in a restaurant seems really fuck like you said, like you're fucking jewel. Are you really going to be thinking about, oh, shit, the fucking Sodexo delivery guy comes in at 4 a.m. I got to fucking be there to unload all the French fries and shit like that? It's just like... Oh, no. You hire, like... That's why you hire lower-wage people to do that for you, Jesse. Oh. <laughs> I think Kid Rock is like, uh, you know, and all these guys. You know, who who else has one of these fucking things? Well, I mean, Michael just, Jordan just, famously they did. They just you know? opened a couple of, more of them, I feel like. They got the George Jones like bar and museum and shit, and then like fucking the Hootie and the Blowfish guy. 
is selling like a was he selling his tequila or his whiskey or something like that? Huge billboard downtown. Oh, but like the the thing that so like it, it's kind of smart, I guess, for Kid Rock to do it here because it's like uh, just trash. Yeah, because we're all just trash, <laughs> so it's like, just whatever. Yeah, it's basically a shoe in because it's on Broadway and you got all the fucking people pouring in or whatever. Okay, so here's a know. here's a few I didn't know about. So you've got Redneck. The Redneck Riviera is owned by John Rich of Big and Rich. All these guys getting into real estate and like I think about like the, how, who they're like partnered with and all this shit. And it's just like oh, Dirks, Dirks Bentley. I don't know who this guy is. Dirks Bentley. Dirks Bentley says Lower Broadway is home of the bars where I cut my teeth night after night, usually running up a beer tab bigger than the tips I made covered. That's funny. I guess. Who is enjoying that copy? <laughs> who? Is yeah has a delightful feeling in their tummy from reading those words. Damn, I'm just like Dirks Bentley. That's awesome, dude. I also got a beer tab. Like, what the fuck do you want me? To- There's Florida Georgia Line House, Florida Georgia Line House, and I guess it's only two of the Florida Georgia Line people. Assuming there are more, there's got to be at least three. We got to get into real estate and just be big fucking pieces of shit and take advantage of somebody and. Oh, shit. Get mines. I got, I got excited. I thought this was a restaurant owned by Adele, but it's, yeah, the name it's is Adele's. Adele's. It's owned by some Kings of Leon guy. I don't know who that is. Um, the atmosphere is good there, it says. So that's pretty cool. Then there's AJ's Good Time Bar and Acme Feed and Seed. Yeah, that is Alan Jackson's bar that he opened here. So just all these people dipping into like all this... It's got to be like, uh, you got to be worried about what if it busts, you know? What if it goes under and then... I think that's the downside for them, right? Because if you're like, if you're one of these country guys, you're just like, well, I think I would just rather say, well, I'll license you my name. You can put my name on the sign, but I don't want to fucking deal with any, like, the vegetables. It's got to be like a a sure thing, I feel like, for a lot of these people. Because if your fucking shit closes... You would be like, who's the fucking, who's the guy who who all of his shit closed down? I forget who that was. Jack in the Box. Guy's so pissed. Do you see the Jimmy John's guy? Is uh, everybody's mad at him now? Yes. For what? (laughs) (laughs) Would go on the other way with it. Yeah. So he has a hobby. Yeah, I'm sure you do stuff that I don't. Yeah. Oh, he should just be working all the time. (laughs) Misunderstanding (laughs) completely why everyone's mad at him. Um. This guy is like CEO of one of the. Hugest freaking sandwich places on earth, and he's got a lot on his mind. And he so. invented a lot of those sandwiches because there's like the one where you put ham and peppers, lettuce. Yeah. Okay, we got the bacon and the lettuce. All right, I'm carrying this big tray of tomato. Watch out! Big light what? bulb going on. Over and then he his falls, head. and the tomato goes on the bacon, <laughs> lettuce, and tomato. Right. As he's eating it. So he's taking a bite of the sandwich, and somebody walks in with a tray of tomatoes, and they trip and fall, and then the the tomatoes tomatoes we can assume are for a different restaurant. Totally different. Because why else would they? They why did someone drop off all these sliced tomatoes? That's what the guy. Oh well, I'll take them out back and put them in the dump, boss. (laughs) I'm eating my sandwich, and then slow motion tomato flies in. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And this fucking rest is history. And then he shot like an elephant. He blew an elephant's head off. And posed with it. Fucking UAV droned a fucking <laughs> tiny polar bear. Yeah. Not smart. Wouldn't be prudent. Ghouls, man. Yeah. 
I don't fuck with Jimmy John's anyways. I don't eat at sandwich restaurant. I got sandwich at home. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't fuck with that. But you like this. You like Jimmy John's, you said, and you actually like it more now, you said? I like it more now than I ever did, and yeah. I don't know why. Right. I think it's because of his ruthless bloodlust. That is what, because it's damn sure not the cheese. Cheese mm-hmm. is not good. And the bread's always hard? Right. I don't know if the bread's hard or not. I don't know. It's probably not. Um, I, there was Something similar happened to me this week online. I... You know, I think we all dipped our toes into the the David Coke dying thing, the, the David Coke dying pool. I think we all had a little fun with that. David Coke died. Jeffrey Epstein passed away. Heaven is putting together one hell of a band. Yeah, yeah, band of misfits. Yeah, the band, the misfits band. Yeah, with the skull that you would see at Hot Topic or whatever. <laughs> That's what you associate the misfits. Well, it's not one from... of the most influential <laughs> punk band. I'm just. Probably they are. I don't know. Yeah. Them and what, like Blink-182 or something. <clears throat> so. I met Jerry only one time. Well, who is that? Is that, is that. Not is even going to get into is it. Is that fans only he's brother? A, he's the he's the number one friggin' misfit. Mm. Maybe number two. I don't know. I met him one time in the, in the, I was at, I did a poster for his show. Mm-hmm. and went backstage or whatever. And like he. <laughs> I was like, shook his hand. I was like, oh, it was nice to, you know, whatever. And he, then, like, he immediately goes into, like, some fucking topic talking about how his brother owns a machine shop in New Jersey and stuff. And I was just, like, blown away. I was like, all right, man. Well, so, see you later. So you were the one cutting off the conversation instead yeah. of the famous yeah. rock and roll Instead guy. of what everyone else does to me. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to find a way to get out of talking yeah. to me. Yeah. The so, roles were reversed. So you were talking to the rock star. And you were like, well, you know, look, I got to off. <laughs> He's like, no, hang on. I got more. Let me just tell you what this. You I just wanted... af- what are you doing after this? <laughs> so he just saw you as an artist and was like, I also know people who work he... with their hands or like designers. Or... I, think, I think it was instant, instant. Like our eyes met. He knew. Yeah. I'm a creative. Yes. He's a creative. Maybe less so. Maybe. Yeah. Arguably less. Um. And I mean, that's the rest is history. Now we're talk every day. So he's texting you and you're looking at your phone like, Ugh. you know, can I, you know, I'm trying to masturbate on the couch, yeah. fall asleep. Yes. And you're blowing me up. Yeah. What should I do about my career? I don't know. Okay. Yes. I do know, but Sometimes I'm not gonna, you need to find out for yourself. I have no idea where we're going with this. <laughs> sometimes you'll text me when I'm jerking off and I'm like, I can't right now. <laughs> or sometimes if it seems urgent, I will hit you back. Yeah. With my thing in my one, hand. One hand. Yeah. Typing. Yeah. What's the sound of one hand? Typing. It sounds like masturbation. It sounds like masturbation. Um, but a lot of people, I did see several people got their jabs in on the 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 big billionaire evil guy. And I hope everyone's happy. Yeah. You know, the, guy, hope, the guy had a family, but, you know. It makes you feel better. Go off. But I did see people. There was the standard. Um, there was the standard stuff of like, you know, talking about dead, talking ill of the dead is just so low class. Alyssa Milano. Yeah, and that's like that's stupid, but I at least get it. I understand why. I look. It's dumb. It's not <laughs> right. They're wrong. Here's the fu- here's the fucking thing. Do you ever do you ever look at something that someone posts on there and is like, why the fuck did you post this? Yes. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just don't post anything. Dershowitz is the big guy you for just, me. 
maybe maybe the most unnecessary yeah. talking guy of all time. But the Alyssa Milan, the, oh, you know, talking. I'm going to make a statement. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think. Everyone's like, waiting for your fucking shit about to come what the out. fuck you have to say. Everybody's just trying to live their lives, and yeah. now we have to like see your bullshit. You're just con- contaminating the fucking unpopular opinion. No, just don't fucking post it there. Big Pacific uh, garbage patch. <laughs> Of fucking ideas that we have to look at all the time. But it's like, I, I understand, like, someone who doesn't like to think about death is like, anyone else talking about someone else's death, I, I'm so afraid of death, I can't get over it to even be like, well, I'm glad that guy's not here anymore. That's like an, that's like a normal brain function to have, is like, I never want to die, you know, I don't mm-hmm. ever want to think about death, I don't want to watch a movie where somebody dies, whatever, that's normal. It's, I don't think it's defensible in this case, but it's at least like... Like, the brain waves of that person are, like, the right curve, you know? But the person who looks at him dying and going, actually, you know, he donated to charity a lot, <laughs> is, like, so far <laughs> away from what a normal person would think. Yeah. That's fucking... Which is why that interview... Where was the where was the great Jeffrey Epstein uh, friend interviewed this oh, week? Oh, I read that yesterday. What was that guy's name? Um, I don't remember, but I, that guy was a kook, huh? Well, you you just can't you, you just can't fucking search Jeffrey Epstein anymore. The Google without all, all of his sex stuff popping up. We're trying I mean, to get to the the news. I mean, yes, I know about his his predilections. I want to we're read. Trying the to, fucking... We're trying to read his science stuff that he had going on. Right. <laughs> that guy was talking about how Cutting that guy was talking about how he was like a big. Uh, he loved science so much, right? And he would get all the scientists together to eat dinner. And he would ask questions like, what is gravity? That's so you good. don't, you, are you fucking joking with me? Like you hung out with this dude because he asked you what gravity was. Right. My 10 year old son will tell you that. And what does he say? It's, he says, you want to know what he actually says? What, says is, what does he actually say that it is? Yeah. Gravity is my son. When I ask him. Yeah. What? Nine. Gravity. 10, ten years old. Ten he years will say old. it is a. It means when you... I can't read this. A fucking Latin gravitas? What oh. the hell is that? All right. It's fucking closing it. <laughs> this is what it says. This is in Mother Jones. This was very good. There were lavish dinner parties with the likes of Stephen Pinker and Stephen Jay Gould during which Epstein would ask provocatively elementary questions like, what is gravity? If the conversation drifted beyond his interest, Epstein was known to interrupt. What does that got to do with pussy? Yeah. Look. <laughs> You can't you can't be the guy in this interview that says, "Sure, did he do all this bad stuff?" Yeah. Yes, but on the other hand, he was funny. So, yeah, and and then in the middle of it, go, "Oh, now hang on, I shouldn't have said that." <laughs> Hold yeah, up, because he does say that in the interview. Hold on, like, wait later, a minute. Later, after in the later half of the interview, he's like, uh, "Oh, what am I doing? I just realized I'm talking to a reporter." And then he goes back and keeps saying more shit. It's so fucking bizarre because in this interview, he's like, uh, he's like, do you know what nymphomania is? Like eight times. Over and over and, and like, over again. Dude. And the writer is so good. It's very patient. So good. That must be why he's good at it. Because at any point during this, I would have said, yeah, dude, you sound like a total fucking nut bar. And I'm going to rake you over the coals for this because you sound really stupid. He says... Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, if you contort anything I told you in good faith, he says, let's put it this way. If you misquote me, I'll raise hell with you. I am not a poor guy, okay? 
Um, he keeps asking about how old Mother Jones is. He says, why did I pick up the phone? Why wasn't I out to dinner? Yeah. He says, why wasn't I out to dinner? And then, like, goes back in. He's like, he's the Yoda going back for more olive at 312 a.m. <laughs> he does, yeah. Going back for more Epstein apologies. He's like, oh, and by the way, another thing about Epstein. <laughs> After I've already expressed my regret about telling you the first Hundred things. Here's uh, some more. Here's another great nugget of information about <laughs> the disgraced billionaire pedophile. Bizarre. Very weird shit. Very weird shit. Um, anyways, about six minutes ago, I think we were talking about how the cheese wasn't good at Jimmy John's, which leads me to our next topic, which is an old Kickstarter from a number of weeks ago. Um, so just cut out the part about the Epstein, Epstein stuff. stuff. Cut, again, once again, please do cut out the, the director's Epstein. the director's cuts of these episodes with all of my throat clearing and the Epstein stuff removed. The episodes are yeah. about two minutes long. Yeah. Um, we did this. We did something called the Fromaggio uh, back on episode ninety three. Okay, it originally at that not 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 originally, but at that point in time, episode ninety three. At that point in time. Um, it had $306,000. So it had made its goal many times over, uh, 306 K. Eventually it got all the way up to, th- uh, 416 K after we talked about it. So it got the YKS boost up <laughs> over 400 grand. Um, and basically what's happened since, um, is that it raised another, so w- whatever the difference between that, another hundred thousand dollars. Uh, it moved on to Indiegogo as well. This is now the pipeline for these massively successful um, products, these electronics, these consumer devices. They raise a lot of money on Kickstarter, and they go. This was a, a success, so yeah. we'll toss it on Indiegogo. Look at the Kickstarter success. Let's get some more money popping off. And on, and on Indiegogo, it becomes a pre-order. Is mm-hmm. what they what they say. They so they go on the Kickstarter page, they edit it, and it says pre order now. So you can't fund it anymore because the thirty days or the whatever the sixty days. I don't know how long they did this for. The thirty days was up on here. They put pre order now. You click pre order now. It takes you to Indiegogo. So un, just another way to crowdfund. It's not a pre order anymore than the Kickstarter was a pre order. It's the same. Maybe there are a few more cycles in development through at mm-hmm. this point. But it's still not something you can get your hands on. This product is still in beta. Um, and there are a lot of people who are wondering what's going on. Standard stuff like, how am I going to get this? When are you going to ask me what I want? Does it work? Does it work? Please promise me this works. Like, there's a guy in here that says, please promise me that it's going to work and you're actually <laughs> going to make this. Um, but on an update, um, a very recent update from uh, August 22nd, so just that's this past week, Mike. Mm-hmm. As we live and breathe, uh, it says. Secondly, so this is the first thing they say is uh, they're making good progress. Um, they've got a cheese expert looking at the recipes. They're going to share all this stuff online. Really excited about that. So on and so forth. Number two on the docket, we are now looking for angel investors and venture capitalists oh, cool. to come in. Hey, we just want to scale, you know. So if you know anybody who's interested in giving us. You know, presumably millions of dollars. Uh, send us an email. Uh, try to do subject line free money. <laughs> so I don't know anything about business, JF, but yeah, you're the business guy of the group. The business guy. Whenever we go out, yeah, you People always, always you shop. always pay, mm-hmm. and that's just because you're good at business. I say, 
I said to you a long time ago, I will never pay and I when said, we go out. You know what? I look at the numbers. As and long just, as you show up. It's just as long as I'm still getting a positive ROI out of taking you to dinner, I say let's keep milking this cow. (laughs) You know, Uh, so they want, yeah, they want somebody to come in and give them a lot of money, uh, more than the money that they already got. Um, And I would say maybe if I had given them two hundred bucks, I think this would be throw a red flag. What was the the last time I can remember this happening uh, in a significant way? Was the big drone that flew around your house? And the they, trash can drone thing? The, yeah, the thing that looked like a Mac Pro. And they <laughs> opened up to angel investors, and then uh, the product disappeared because it like got acquired by DARPA or something. So uh, I don't know if they're going to necessarily need cheese in the military. I was just going to say that. Did you read that update also? There was an update Sunday, August 25th, today, for the formaggio that says, formaggio is Italian for cheese. Now, that's interesting. That's news you can use. So they're looking for angel investors. DVJF, I never learned anything from your show. Right. I can never say that because I just taught you something. Well, you'd be a liar if you did say it. Yeah. And we'll take you to court. Um, they also they have a new website, and they, uh, they're doing a little – so we know they're cheesemongers. They're also doing a little fear-mongering because it says here – our website has a fresh new look, and our shop has been expanded to include some more ingredients. So definitely hop on and check it out. In fact, if you're in the U.S., many store cheese prices could increase as much as double. And then it links to a, an article in Food and Wine. Imported European cheese prices could skyrocket under new tariff proposals. Now, that's true. I was reading about these tariffs, J.F. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, President Trump, he's like saying, you know, hey, we got to get more tariffs, you know, and uh, all the other guys. You Correct. Know, like, like the Chinese guys are like, uh, hey, you know, don't because yes. – we hate those or whatever, you know? Yeah, they don't like them, yeah. And they're like, if you keep doing that, we're going to be super mad. Yeah, something's going to mess up on the economy if you keep... And uh, Trump was like, I don't give a freaking crap, dude. Yeah, I don't so give a rat's butt. Rat's that's beep. The, that's the mess that we are in right now. And I don't know if we'll ever be able to dig out. But if we do, it'll probably be by going going on the um, the Fromaggio website here and paying $6.90 for a mesophilic culture, which I guess you have. To, so they've got all these basically like cheese starters that you can get. So on the website right now, the Fromaggio is selling for $399 US. And you can click the pre-order and it'll go ahead and take, it'll capture your payment information there. Um, or you can go on Indiegogo and buy it for $360, which it says is 37% off the retail price of $579. I'll point out the retail price is actually $399 because it's <laughs> on, on the their website. website. Yeah. And it's also not shipping. Whereas I think they will actually take your money for the rennet, um, the yogurt, the calcium chloride, uh, all the shit that helps you make the cheese. I don't know whether they'll send it to you or not. They'll go ahead and take your money for that stuff too. And they're saying... Oh, by the way, we might jack up prices on you, too, so get in now while you still can, which is insane. Uh, but to compare prices again on Indiegogo, well, the last thing you could get, the last price you could get the Formaggio at on the Indiegogo was, it looked like it was three forty nine for, uh, let's see, yeah, that was the last one. Only 10 people got in at three forty nine because most people took advantage of the early bird at two ninety nine. Or the super early bird at two forty nine. You are giving these away. You're gonna go broke. 
But check this shit out. This is one thing I saw that the commenters did not like, and I have not seen this before, actually. So you know normally you have early bird, <laughs> super early bird. That's just the sooner you get in on this, the cheaper you get it. Okay? Yeah, yeah. This is something they did that was interesting, which is after those periods closed, they threw in some flash sales for $245. France's National Cheese Day flash sale. <laughs> Okay. Then they just did another flash sale, another flash sale, all under the early bird price. So the early bird guys are like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> we'll give you like 20, 25, 30, 40 more dollars. Then yeah. they did something called the bounce, the bounce back super early bird fromaggio. Just who cares? I mean, so many fucking. <laughs> making it up. They're just like munching all these different prices. Like, hey, it's uh, you know, I said, hey, I was on Twitter. I saw it's National, uh, you know, Nurse Day or whatever. Let's uh, <laughs> just fucking making shit up. So they they doubled, triple dip on all these things, and now they're asking for angel investors. So <laughs> I'm smart. I do not think this is going to work. That's my stamp on. I don't the either. Formaggio. I think it's going to be another one of those things, like the tortilla maker or whatever it was. This Remember to- that guy or the cookie thing? Is that real the cookie thing? The thing that made cookies, like the Keurig cookie thing. Oh, wow. No. I remember the juice pack. The juice pack one is what this reminds me of. I remember the juice, too. Yeah. Not a good end to that story. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike, let's do the whatever. Welcome to the mother freaking six pack. Uh, we're going to do six Kickstarters on here, gang, and that's pretty much the long and the short of it. Um, if you don't like it, you can go pound sand because there's really nothing else going on. Um, I guess we could go back and talk about uh, spicy chicken nuggets. Um, I guess they were dry or something, so maybe skip those. Um, and that's all I had on that. So uh, I guess the first thing I will do is uh, probably tell you about Radar. 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 I think it's meant to be Radar, but again, it's one of the things where they took the vowels out. So a little bit confusing because the vowels are Very sort of... Web 2.0. Yeah. To do the no vowel thing in your... Remember when Twitter was just TWTTR? Real heads. Is that true? Yeah. Really? <clears throat> I think for like a month or something. How do you know all this shit? Um, kind of a historian of the internet. Like, what kind of a fucking nerd would I be if I was... Uh, well, I do a lot of research about memes and meme culture and uh, uh, the way that the internet affects... Just a fucking unbearable. Uh, don't like it. I'm the New York Times memeologist. Uh, I don't know. Is that what Anil Dash does? Is that what his job is? I don't know who that guy is. I don't know who he is, is he either. the guy who... I don't know who that is. I don't know who it is either. He's a guy, though. There, that's a guy, and that's a type There's a of guy, guy out there named Anil Dash. Who has, as far as I can tell, just been like like the Twitter, like normal normal Twitter guy, verified normal Twitter guy for just like 15 years or something. Like, But what is, what's, his, what's his output? I don't know. Maybe he's a great guy. I have no fucking idea. Just one of those, you just always see these guys. Like, who's <laughs> this guy? Oh, he's the CEO of Glitch. 
Yeah. Okay. So. And he's also the host of Podcast Function. I don't know what this is. That sounds fake. Are you reading this for real? Is that what it says? It's a real thing, yeah. Okay. He's some guy. I don't know. Some guy who's got his shit together more than we do, but I, I still don't know who he is. <clears throat> he's some guy. That's, that's what you got to accept as you get older is, look, there's going to be a lot of guys, so you just don't even have time to... I mean, really, you don't. I just can't. Legit, dude. <laughs> I said on the show, oh, like a couple weeks ago, that I would rather die than do absolutely anything at all. And that's so true. Yeah. I hate doing anything. I hate knowing anyone. Yeah. Um. And adding to that cauldron of people and things. Is... Now I got to care about this fucking person? Now I got to know who this is? Make it worth my while, at least, if I'm going to get into this. You better be doing something really fucking... I don't have time to learn about your website. I, I just can't. I don't, you know? Going on Twitter and reading about the latest person who fucked up is like, why do I fucking... I'm I, just exa- exhausted yes. by this. I want to at least know who the person is ahead of time if they've fucked up. And what am I supposed to do about it? I will say, oh, that's crazy. And then move on! I'm having like a fucking mental breakdown at the way that this shit is happening. Like, yes. just who the fuck cares about any of it? Right. I don't know. Well, we do. It's a big part of the show. And that's what leads us to our latest <laughs> segment, the Twitter moment. <laughs> what is it? Is there one? Is there one on there? Just pick one. Is there anything on there that's worth fucking just even saying five seconds about right now? On oh, the moments tab thing? Yeah. Is there anything on there? I don't know. Let's check. Just check the moment. It's a hashtag now for whatever reason. So click that. It used to be a lightning bolt, which is an interesting change. Anything on Um, there? A look at the biggest theme park announcements from Disney's D23 Expo. Okay. No. Shoot me. I'm not going to do that. Just blow me away. Andrew Luck met with booze as he leaves the Colts game. Now, you got to hate that if you're an Andrew Luck fan. Yeah. Getting booed. Do you know That's anything? Guy. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, he plays for for the Colts. No, oh, does JF. he? Does he? Because I think that's actually part of the story. Is there's maybe some disagreement over whether he does still. A conversation about thoroughly washing your dishes when you hand wash it. People don't wash the backs of their plates or something. I don't. I mean, it's like you know all this fuck. Like who the fuck? I have no use for any of this fucking information. Yeah. What am I going to do? Tell somebody else about it? And then right. I'll burden them with the fucking, now you know about the plate thing. You like, see them walking around just hunched over. Ah, like you. Now I got them. Nobody washes their plates. Ah, on Twitter. And like, who the fuck cares? You're just, you're you're in Dr. Manhattan mode. You're just. Fuck, I am, dude. I just. <laughs> you're all the way on the other planet. Tired of these people and their problems. <laughs> I just want to hang out on Mars with my fucking... With your dust. With you, my dick out. You're creating a, a bong out of dust. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> I'm saying that. <laughs> wow. This is awesome. <laughs> Wish I had some space weed. <laughs> no, but like, who the... I mean, nobody... You're not going to use... It's just fucking... It's passing junk. the time. It's passing the time. We've all had... Like, people had soap operas back in the day. They probably still do. But those fucking... Yeah. Supermarket checkout things that are like just oh, rags. Yeah, the magazines? Or, it's, the, it's like it's like just junk. The big the big prince has called off his wedding because of there's he has to go into the business. Clinton pet pedo scandal. Like really, is anybody going to believe that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, bad example. Look, radar. I'm going to ease us into the six pack today because there's some really there's a couple weird ones later on, but this one. 
I'm going to go easy on because this is a classic not for me type of device. Uh-huh. And I think as we've gotten further and further into YKS, we've sort of expanded the offerings <clears throat> on tap here from, you know, stuff that purely just like literally sucks to stuff that's like, I, I don't get what's going on here, but look at it, you know, look at this with me, you know, come over here. Hey, come here. Look, yeah, yeah. can you make heads or tails of this shit? I'm not saying it's evil. I'm just saying I don't understand what's going on. Um, and then there's stuff like this, which is like, if you're the right type of person, this probably sounds like a fucking dream come true to you. I was thinking about that earlier today. No. Not to go off on another tangent. Oh, but please. Like, um, I was thinking about like how these fucking, <clears throat> these wallets and stuff, these minimal wallets or whatever. Yeah. Not harming anybody. No. Just kind of dorky. But if you're into fucking having some dumb shit, mm-hmm. have some dumb shit. You got like, what, 70 years? Yeah. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Life's short. We're about uh, half done. Yeah. With our lives. Uh, don't say that. <laughs> I can't remember a lot of what it was that I was so interested Dude, in I can't, previously. <laughs> I was like thinking today on my drive here. Yeah. I was thinking about my 20s. Mm-hmm. And I was like... What was that? What the fuck did I do? I don't know. Did I do anything? I can tell you, looking at the pictures, I damn sure didn't get a haircut. So I was not spending any time in the barbershop. <laughs> so I wasn't there. But as far as where I was... I was just like so blown away by it. I was like, I had a whole life, but I don't remember like anything about it. Like, I know. When we're fucking 60, are we going to think about this and not remember it? No, I think we'll remember this for all of time. You I think got it, th- brother. We are in the prime of our lives. The fucked up part is, is that's probably true. This is probably the best. <laughs> this is probably as good as it gets. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, what? You think it's going to get better? Oh, God. <laughs> you don't think it's going to get better, do you? I don't think it's uh, ever gotten out of being bad. <laughs> I don't think it's ever gone up. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. So, so I look, so that's, that's actually, that's relevant to this because the people who created, created this product are young people. So I'm looking at this and I'm going, well, this is dumb. Uh, it has a lot of potential problems and pitfalls and it's not useful to me in particular. Is it a place to store your tide ponds? Oh, is that boy. where, is that what it, what oh, it is? Oh God. I'm actually on the pods now. I am on them. Yeah. <laughs> I am on them. I hated it, I, but I gotta, I gotta say. These millennials, I tell you, they pulled me in. Um, this is, this is a Bluetooth wristband to help you find your friends at parties. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I was just, I was just at a part now, not a, not an official party. Like I always say that I've never been to a real party. I've never been to a real party. That streak is still alive. But this was a child's birthday party we were at. So we had some friends there, some people I did know, some people I didn't know. Some, so you were some kids. You were fucked. I had the lampshade on my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it is, but it's still it's still a party, you know. It's a social gathering, and so what, what's your what's your strategy in that kind of circumstance? Because as I see it, you've got you can hang out with with them. What brung you? And just be like that. Just be the like attach at yeah. the hip to the person you know, which not a great look, but the easiest. That's the path of least resistance, right? Mm-hmm. Then you've got like in this case, you can also segment off and be a dog slash kid person, which I think a lot of people our age are the dog slash kid person. The people in our social, the people listening to this are like, I just got to find a dog. I just got to go. I'm gonna go look in the dog's face and talk to the dog. 
or I'm going to go hang out with the kids and just like watch them play, whatever. I don't want to talk to the other adults. Uh-huh. Or you could go talk to the other adults. Uh-huh. Like in this case, it was segmented off. The ladies were talking and drinking wine. The guys were in the garage drinking beer, looking at the grill. I mean, that's the way it's got to be. I mean, that's how what it's, they, it's, it's what the beginning else of time. They, what are they going to talk about if they ever meet up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, babe, if we ain't kissing, I'm yeah. in the garage. <laughs> I'm with the guys. <laughs> So in my case, I kind of split the difference, and I just kind of sat in the middle, and then whoever came by, I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> but I wasn't going to be – I'm not going to pick. Hold up. Yeah. You're not getting by without talking to me first. <laughs> where's my hug? And I'm saying that to <laughs> where, the women and to my, the old guys. Where's my hug at? To Can all I get the, a hug? All the grandpas that were there to see their baby turn one, yeah. I was like, where's my hug? Come on, bring it in. Come on, bro. <laughs> I don't know what's your what's your strategy. Are you the what, what are you? I mean, you're quiet. I think you're not gonna go. You're not gonna go hog wild regardless. I have a mental illness. That's correct. And I've always had mental illness. Like uh, I, when I was with uh, my son's mom when yeah. we were dating or whatever, like we, I would go around her friends. And I would just like not talk because mm-hmm. I just didn't know how to talk to people. Yeah, I'm very like introverted and shy. And you are it's not gotten like I mean it's gotten kind of better. Like I can talk to somebody. You can feel comfortable in certain but, circumstances. Um, yeah, but. Still, overall, you're more likely to grab somebody and... I need alcohol or something else to... Yeah. But then I overdo it and I say something stupid and I'll go home and think about it until three or four in the morning and then wake up the next day and think about it again over and over and over again. And Well, see, what I've found is I actually don't need alcohol to say something stupid <laughs> at the gathering. I'm able to say something stupid without any, on that. without any juice at all. I'm all on my... I can say whatever I that want. That gives me bad anxiety yeah. to think about. Not me. I'm normal. So this is Raider. I don't know if this is for you. Maybe um, here I'll play it, and you can see. See if this makes you feel comfortable. I guess I to, they didn't spring for the voiceover. This is Hannah. Here are her friends. So I can afford to not listen to the music. Her phone just died. They're out. They're out like at a. Come on with this. This is like uh, some dark wave synth. Yeah, music. really, it's a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> so she's looking for her friends. They don't notice that she's fallen behind. She's like, she's doing the like hand over to block the sun. And he's like, and then this guy finally realizes he's like, oh shit, where's our friend? I need to be able to get her for some reason, I guess, because she's like the most important thing in the world to Did me. You turn the music down. It's or, too uh... loud. <laughs> so. So she looks at her wrist and sends a signal via her wristband that says, find me. And now he's looking, I think he looks at his phone, because his phone's not dead, because he's the phone genius. And they were like right around the corner from her. So he was able to know that she was missing because of the... Because he turned around. Here's scenario two. He's forgotten to charge his phone this time. And he's walking with an ice cream, which looks great. And it says, closer than 100 meters, you're slowly going further away, further than 100 meters. So it's got three, three little bulbs in there, three little diodes, and a find me button. So she is again pushing the find me button, and he's looking at his Apple Watch, I think. So there must be an app. I think he has one, too. So you can, they communicate he also through, through Bluetooth, so you can send a signal to the other one. And, and they're literally say, hey. in the same hallway, and they've now <laughs> realized that they're... So this is, you know, fine for... So I can see... Ain't nothing wrong with it. I can see, you know, it's good, it's well-intentioned, mm-hmm. but it's it's one of those things where a product is not going to solve the problem of... Right. 
um, because that you're the, having. The actual problem here is that the people that you're with are not paying attention to you. <laughs> I mean, or yeah, or like they just just charge your phone. Yeah, get like a battery for your phone. Because like this, this also has to charge eventually. It's just not I the same s- as the phone. I understand it from like, oh, you're if you're a woman, you're in a in a dangerous place or whatever, right. and you can't check your phone or whatever. I, that's the one maybe use case I see for it. I agree like, with that, and I've and of course, obviously, I can't speak on that. I'm not going to be in that position. Yeah. But this, I think, this is I'll like speak for it. And you, yes, pipe, I can do it. Pipe I up think. on this, yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's fine with me. Parties seems weird to me because, and, and that's what made me really think about it, is like parties is like almost by definition pretty pretty small, right? Yeah, maybe yeah, like, yeah. We're in the same building, maybe? Maybe the parties you go to, yeah. Oh, but you're going to like the, I go to the... The block party who's rage. Who's the guy with all the, you know, all the money and he's like, you know, it's the 1930s and everything yes. and I'm... The great Gatsby? Doing my, yeah, yeah, that guy. You're going to one of the Gatsby parties. Great guy. <laughs> yeah, and that's in the title. So, um, so the thing about this to me, like I said, I is I'm not going to be in this situation. I'm not going to be at a festival. So their use case is festival. Yeah, you're at a festival. So maybe that's sort of the difference Fine. between whatever. But I think one problem I have with this is the Bluetooth connection limits you to about a hundred meters, mm-hmm. and Bluetooth we know sucks ass. Yeah. So maybe if you're with, I think I can. This is here's my point. This is my piece on this. I can see anyone I know within 100 meters. <laughs> is how I feel about it. You're gonna have to get further than that if you don't want me to see you. 101 meters. 101 you have meters disappeared. It's, it's a veil of shadow. You are gone. You might as well be dead to me. <laughs> but uh, if you're in my 100 meter radius, I've uh, clocked you. Yeah. You know. I got eyes on the suspect. <laughs> I just think maybe not super useful. Again, not directed at me personally because first of all, I can take care of business. I mean, yeah, I can see you pretty far. <laughs> I don't need this. Um, it just one of those other things where it's like this tech thing will finally autom- it'll yeah. automatically yeah. do what I can't be tech asked to do. Does make our lives better? Let's face it, it but does. not every technological advancement is necessary like the yeah. i was thinking i was thinking today about uh, i did a lot of thinking today you really have i'm on my third thing you've mentioned like three different thoughts you had today <laughs> and... my brain is like smoking it's like <laughs> overheating <laughs> <laughs> um but i was like uh, oh the amazon echo or it was just trash mm-hmm. i'll throw it away i think yeah because I don't use it. What do I, I mean, use it for? I mean, take it to the recycling. I say, I say, hey, what's the temperature outside to know whether or not I need a jacket? Yeah. That's it. I right. can just open up the door. And half the time it's like, what? Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know about that because it's yeah. some guy. What did you say? Because it's a guy typing <laughs> it in and in he was like, yeah. two-way. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand what you said. <laughs> he just breaks. That's actually funnier if they did hey, that. Um, yeah. So, look. Not for me. Maybe some technical limitations. Uh, seems a little silly overall, but inexpensive. It's it sixty. So let's see, sixty bucks is the wait the purse. How much is the actual thing? Um, I don't actually see where you get the. I don't think you actually get the product at all. So that's okay. So that's maybe one oversight to one problem with it. Is that normally when you have this, you actually are able to buy the thing the eventually product, yeah. as a promise. Whereas here it's, uh, so it's in pounds. So five pounds, you get a thank you. 
20 pounds, you get a personalized party playlist. And then the first letter of each song spells your name, which is actually adorable. Uh, 50 pounds, tech purse. Small and handy purse is perfect for keys, cables, phones, or coins. Like a, You get like a fanny pack for 50. 50 pound tech purse. I hate to see the shipping on that. We were talking about shipping earlier. We were talking about shipping off my ear. Yeah. <laughs> so they won't get it. And then for 100 pounds. If you guys were in on the shipping conversation earlier where when we weren't recording, and then you just caught my thing now referencing the conversation You might actually earlier, be dead from you, laughing. They would kill you. For 100 pounds, you get a, a personalized poster. Look at this. An, a limited edition printed poster with your name printed on it to show your support of the project and you, a unique design that's just for you. Okay, so like a little piece of art or whatever. But you can't actually get the bracelet because it says they're design students. So this is like a project. Uh-huh. So it's cute. It's a good project. It's fine. This is better than anything I did in college. Kudos. <laughs> As a product, I'm not picking it up off the shelf. I'm a very discerning consumer. <laughs> I'm not at all. But anyways, interesting idea. Radar. Radar. Mike, what's yours? What's the first one you got? I got something for you. Do I? I don't know. Well, you ought to because it's on the, it's on the page. And thanks, thanks to our old friend Gutenberg for that. That's funny. Is he getting residuals from... All, of, all these pages, at, all the web pages. When the fucking, let me tell you something. <laughs> when yeah. the internet took off, mm-hmm. when a web page took off, Gutenberg must have been like, can I have some? Yeah. Hey, I need to wet my beak a little bit over here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> However old he is, it's not important. The Billy wallet. It's a minimalist wallet. And utility razors. So this is a throwback. This is a fucking throwback, the minimalist this wallet. This is a throwback. This is a wallet with a straight razor inside, a box cutter inside. Yeah. This is approved by the TSA for travel. I'm just kidding. It's not okay. at all. Seems like it wouldn't be. <laughs> it would not be. Maybe one of the first things they decided not to have. Mm-hmm. Knives? Yeah. Be- even before the guns yeah. and the bombs, they were like... Yeah. No knives. There was a time where you could take a bomb on the plane, but no knife. <laughs> you were just smoking with your <laughs> fucking black circle bomb with it. It's like fucking... The spy versus spy it's bomb. It's fucking lit. And the guy's taking out your nail clippers Did and you going, check that? uh, <laughs> this is greater than one centimeter, you know, yeah. whatever, the, whatever it is. I don't know. Whatever it is. Whatever the Hey, is. I got pre-check. I don't know, babe. I just get on and zone out. Yeah. And I don't even have that, so... <laughs> Billy Wallet, it's a minimalist wallet. This used to be the old shit that would be on Kickstarter. It would be minimalist wallet, but it would be like it wouldn't be like, It'd be like this. a rubber band. It would. It would be like a it would be a band or it would be a like a small sleeve of neoprene or some shit, yeah. you know. Or duct tape. But it's back, baby. I don't think it ever went away. The Billy Wallet is a slim minimalist wallet that's designed to carry only your essentials. Okay? Get all that other shit out of there. You got a bunch of shit in your wallet? I've paired, Throw it away. I've pared it down. I used to have a bunch of like discount cards, like store cards and shit like that, that I would only ever use when I was at that store. And I've just tossed that. I don't have that shit anymore. You know, my wallet's in such bad shape. Is it from going through the washer all the time for some reason? I don't know how it yeah, keeps who's, getting. In who's doing there, that? But um, I don't know where it is. My life is just. I mean, you can tell. Yeah, I'm like. The wallet's gone. 
just the least of my problems. Mm-hmm. But, uh, my, yeah, my shit's all falling apart. I need to get a new uh, thing. I got, like, business cards in it that are all falling apart. and It's oh, just man. a nasty mess. When people hand me the business card, I do put it in a separate pocket yeah. so I can turn that out right into the trash. <laughs> I don't need business. <laughs> if anything, I need less. Yeah. I need less of this. How is this going to help me? It's not. Yeah. I don't have, I wish I could apply the Marie Kondo philosophy to everything. It's very hard for me. My natural inclination is to keep shit until I'm miserable and then throw a fucking fit and then (laughs) get rid of it. bottle it up. Yes. That's me, man. Until you put your fist through the wall. That's exactly me. Unchecked rage. I have it. But it fucking, it lies dormant for so fucking long. <laughs> and then somebody fucking walks by and trips the wire. And he was I always so nice. Up. He was so nice as your neighbors. The most normal guy. My neighbors will be like, who is that? I've don't, <laughs> never seen that person before in my life. He punched a drywall. <laughs> wall. The wall was dry, Jerry. Um, this is a Billy wallet. It's made of metal, Mike. It is made of metal, which is one of the hardest things. Dexter's Webster's Dictionary says that... Dexter's (laughs) Webstionary. No! The Billy Blade is an extremely compact everyday carry. It's for one of these dorks who likes the... The EDC. Shit like that, you know? Explain EDC to people who don't know what it is. EDC, it stands for everyday carry. It's It's a term that forum dorks use to... As an excuse to post what's in their pocket that they carry around at their IT job. To describe basically how they turn themselves into Iron Man <laughs> before a, a leaving. a human toolbox, just yes. walking and clanking around in your office. Yeah, because they're, what they're imagining is they, they go up to the wall and they say, Jarvis, equip me with Mach 3. And mm-hmm. they just fucking go like... And they pull But what it actually is, is like they have a belt that has a USB <clears> cable <throat> hidden in the buckle. Yeah, it's just like a drawstring... <laughs> with like a, a protractor or something on it. <laughs> it's a very unique type of thing to want to do. Carrying around my like uh, life straw. I've got everything I need. You work yeah. on the second floor of an office. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that. They've got the thing in their sleeve where they can like go like this and instead of a, a little pea shooter coming out so they can blow away the guy yeah. who disarmed them or whatever. It's like... Uh, Several USBs. It's, it's more yeah, than USB-C. one. USB-C. <laughs> this... These are my OSX boot, like just fucking bunch of bullshit. Scanning the QR code with the little attachment on their glasses and stuff, and it takes them to like a website for updating drivers. Yeah, they've got it all. They've got it all. And and so the so having a box cutter on your person, very weird type to have in most scenarios. Like if you're a carpenter or whatever, yeah, go crazy. If you open boxes for a living, yeah, bam, you're right in the zone for this shit. But this is like a thing that is meant to house the already existing product of the Billy Blade, right? So it's meant to be... So the Billy Blade itself is sort of a minimalist razor blade, okay? Yeah, it's a, it's a little razor blade that go, sits inside of this other Other metal. It's like a metal, metal casket. Yeah, 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 which holds your the actual wallet part of it. Because that is the wallet, the metal part. And you can slide the blade into it. Right, mm-hmm. and then and then you're saying, well, well, how about if I want to keep my cash and cards in there? Well, then they have like a little, they have like a little fabric band, yeah, that you can put over the. And then if you want the blade, you have to take the band off, 
and take your money and cards out, and then you can access the blade. Just fucking goofy. It's nestled in the middle. Goofy, unnecessary. But hey, if it if you like it, go go fucking wild. You know, get ten of them. But then I will just I will just say as a guy who has not very big of an ass, I'm thinking about putting the wallet in my back pocket and, and sitting s- on it, sitting on like a one inch thick piece of Metal. aluminum. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's for like hikers. Or and I'm something. like, like I'm sitting on the chair at like a 45 degree angle because my all... ass cheek is sitting on like a crushed up. You're can. like adjusting the TV. And... <laughs> this is, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You thought, uh, you thought your, you know, you thought your kids were a pain in the ass. Wait till you try the Billy that's, Wallet. That's really good. I don't know if it's parents good. parents are gonna love that. I don't know if it's good. You thought your uh, pet dog was a. Uh, dog people, yeah. Pain in that. We're just we can cut. I'm a dog as mom. many of these as we want. I'm a dog mom. You thought your uh, boss boss was a pain. That's boss's day. Boss's we can just day. roll these out. Hey, you thought your uh, macular degeneration was a pain in the ass for our for people who have eye are <laughs> people who have eye disease when they're listening to the show. Yeah, so. That's a Billy Wallet. Is that all you wanted to say on that? I had an eye disease about uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Turns out I just needed to run my antivirus on my MacBook. That hit so hard. Yeah, I can hear people laughing at the joke. That hits really <laughs> hard. <laughs> Whew. guys, it's JF. I just wanted to break into the show for a quick second and tell you about our Patreon page. You probably already know that's where lots of independent podcasting type people make hay because, hey, it's, uh, uh, well, it's my job. So um, if you want to support the show and hear more YKS stuff, go on over to patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks. We got some good shit for you coming up. We uh, we did an episode this week that's a nice little preview of what we'll be doing um, probably uh, as you're hearing this or before you're hearing this. Um, we'll be going to the Mike Huckabee show, uh, their 100th episode spectacular. Mike and I will be attending that show and we do a nice little preview of that on this week's episode. And then on next week's episode, we'll have... Our thoughts on the show, what did we what did we like? What did we dislike? You know, our thumbs up and our thumbs down, our pans and picks of the best jokes of the night, and hopefully we will even be able to sit through the entire show, although last time we didn't, so not sure. Um, and just so you feel like you got your money's worth on this ad, I thought I would do something kind of cool where I'm just going to Google uh, fun facts, and I found a page here. This is from bestlifeonline.com, and it's random fun facts. And the headline on this is 150 random facts so interesting you'll say OMG. So I thought I would read a couple of those for you. Uh, Number one, Superman didn't always fly. So I guess at some point he would just jump a lot. Um, that's interesting. Number two, the first computer was invented in the 1940s. Um, so that's something you can uh, think about 
uh, in your mind. And then uh, let's see, here's one more. It says, um, the healthiest place in the world is in Panama. And I guess that's uh, some kind of where you can live a long time or something. So I guess check that out. First, sign up on the Patreon if you don't mind. And then go to, let's see, what place was that? What did it say? Panama. Go to Panama. So, And you can live a long time. So uh, just do either one of those things or both. And we will catch you uh, later. Thanks. I realize now I forgot to say what the radar has raised. 115 of 3683, four backers 27 days ago. And the Billy Wallet, 619 of 500, 13 backers 28 days to go. So we're one and one on the day with the Billy Wallet being funded with a lot of time left. So 22 to 40 bucks a pop, you can get yourself a very uncomfortable metal wallet. Maybe you put your wallet in your front pocket. I don't know. Where are you putting your... Well, you actually don't know where you're putting yours. That's actually the problem. (laughs) I think it's in the cars. I went to the... I went to the Starbucks. Shout out to uh, Howard, you know, what's his name? Whatever his name is. Who cares? I went to that guy's store, you know? Yeah. I said, give me one of your best coffees that you have. Is that what you did say? Because that is something you would say. No, that is something I would say, but it's not what I said. I said, give me the nitro cold brew, and I want a little tang on it. So maybe dump a little shit in it. I told her the broad behind the thing. No, no, that's not something you would say. <laughs> you said, okay, so you got, this is grande. This is a cold brew, a nitro cold brew. And nitro then I got the matcha brew. tea also. But I'm why not, did you get, how did you end up with cream in it? That's what I don't understand. That's the, one of the options on the board. Did Didn't you know what I was doing? Did you say it? I said it. You said I want cream. Because I, because I, you or know. did they ask you if you wanted cream? They'll give you the plain coffee. And that tastes gross, right? I don't know. What do it. you say? I, Can you put some, like a sugar or stevia in it? Yeah. Can't say that. So you just don't know how to order coffee. I don't know how to order coffee. That's okay. I'll just point to something usually. You just want it how it comes. And then someone will help me. Yes. I point to stuff. Someone will walk up and say, sir. Yes. Are you okay? Are you being helped? Do you, are you here with anyone? Are you having an emergency? And then they will help me order my coffee. You tap your nose. (laughs) You're carried out on a stretcher. (laughs) But right into your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com with your coffee order and how you order coffee because I do not very frequently order coffee because I'm not I don't leave the house. I'm not going out. Mm-hmm. But when I do that, it's a treat for me and I'll go through Dunkin'. I don't fuck with Starbucks. Um because every time I've gone to Starbucks, it's more expensive than I thought it was gonna be and the drink is worse than I thought it was gonna be. Which is that's just my experience. It's not good, but uh it was on the way. So it was on the way. So you hopped in. That's no problem. So you said, you said, I want a nitro. You probably just said, I want the nitro cold brew. And they said, what size, dumbass? Yeah. And you said, I want a small. And you said, and then they said, it's <laughs> called they Grande. Said, they said. <sighs> <laughs> they said, pull around. I want to see your fucking face when you tell me you want a small I at said, Starbucks. I said, I pulled up. <clears throat> this is how it actually went down. You I pulled up to the thing. And I said, what kind of drinks y'all got? <laughs> <laughs> kind of drinks y'all got yeah what size does him come in yeah and things of that nature snapped your suspenders yeah <laughs> golly you got a lot of things on this menu oh wow it all looks good you're gonna have to give me a second i need to t- <laughs> take your time sir uh 
So, you, so that's what you said, and then and you said I'll t- did you say did you actually say I'll take it with cream or did they just offer cream? They, I think I said it. I don't. You remember. said with cream. This okay. Was, this was one hour ago. I don't remember. That's honestly a great sign that it's working. <laughs> so what I do is I go to Duncan and I say, "Hey, can I just have a uh, the uh, large cold brew black?" And they say, "Yeah." And I say, "Great. See you in a sec." And I flip them a gold farthing, and I'm on my way. You just got to say it like that. You got to say sure, it like you know up, your shit. pull up to the window. So you pull up to the first window. Yeah. Bunch of boxes there in front of the window. Oh, that's true. Is Sometimes someone going to move the boxes? Right. So you can take my money. Uh, did your box guy not or, show up today? And then you're like, maybe I should go to the second one. But what if I go to the second window and then, then they move the boxes in my rear yeah. view and they, they're look, hanging out like, what the fuck? You look behind The guy's <laughs> hanging out the window with your coffee and a receipt. You didn't even pay. He's like, huh? <laughs> they switched it to the first window. <laughs> Our second window's down. Just Which going would be smart. S- Scooby-Doo style. But you just got to say it with confidence, man. And if they ask you, hey, do you want any cream or sugar? You just say, no, I don't. Yeah. Or you can say... I usually have a... We have a Starbucks machine at my work. Okay. I work at... You prefer talking to the robots. I work for ICE. I'm just... Jeez. I don't work for ICE. Um, but we have a Starbucks machine. I usually put... I'll pop a, I'll pop a little stevia in there. In the morning. Yeah. Well, I'm you can straight. say that. I don't know if they have it. They have that. I don't want to put y'all out, but can you... Just fucking say, I want a cold brew. Uh-huh. And can you uh, put uh, a, a small amount of almond milk in there? You and, do the milk and, and sugar. And a little stevia. That's what you want. That's not what I want. I take it black. I don't want the milk. I'll take it with a little You just stevia. want the sugar. Yeah. I oh. fucked up this whole order. And you put me on blast in front of it millions t- of listeners. It tastes fine to me. I mean, it's too creamy because I don't like I don't like the cream stuff in here, yeah. but it's fine. You know? You did okay. All you right. did good, Mike. <laughs> you did good. Uh, and we've got a coffee thing coming up later too. We should have saved this whole fucking jack for that. So that's gonna that's gonna feel dated when we get to that. So that's coffee just great. again. Yeah. More coffee with these guys? Hello. Mike, the next thing I got for you is called Mr. Giaquinto. This is a a comedy web series written in five acts. You probably picked up on Quint, the sub uh, root word there for five, five acts. Is that intentional? I don't know. Uh, This is another one that I don't, I do not think this one sucks. I just thought the video was funny enough that we should play it on here because this is the type of shit that we uh, like doing. This is just some guy. His name is Roy P. DeVito. This is his first one, uh, his first Kickstarter. He uh, He's a Brooklyn guy. Um, he studied theater. Oh, yeah. You know I love those Brooklyn boys. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he studied theater. He's got pictures of his dogs on here. He wrote a, he wrote a script. The uh, the pledges, the, the, he's only asking for three grand, maybe maybe a little high, uh, but he's... The pledge amounts are very modest. You know, 50 bucks, you can be in the background of the film. Uh, for a hundred bucks, you can you know show your friends and family the film. For five hundred bucks, you you get to be an executive producer on it. Um, he, it, it's it's funny. It's actually it's it's funny. I don't know if it's like intentionally funny or unintentionally funny, and that's just part of. I guess that's just part of our sense of humor. Is like, at what point is the stuff we're laughing at? Like, are we making fun of it? Do we actually enjoy it? I don't know anymore. You know, yeah, I don't know. Lost in the sauce now. <laughs> it's true, it's true. He says, he says, I love telling stories. 
Now, film is telling stories through pictures. Dialogue moves the story along. When you put them both together with some comedy, what do you get? You get a laugh. We need joy in our lives to balance it out. You know, he's got the actors and the crew on board, he says, although the video clip that he shows is just him. So where's the crew? Where are the actors? Where's the money going? Not 100% sure, but I'm going to play the video. And uh, and you you can just, hey, you, we report, you decide here on YKS, huh? Hey, Ma! Ma! Ma? Ma! You want some coffee? Ma? Ma, you want some coffee? Yeah, well, you know, that was me, um, Mr. Just, G. Quinto. My name is Roy DeVito. I'm that was writer it. and director yeah. of this. Okay. And Bella just could not stop laughing. <laughs> and then he goes, cuts to a picture of his dog laughing on the... But I don't blame her, because I think it's pretty damn funny. <laughs> Gonna make this Mr. G. Quinto. And what's great about it is that, you know, it makes you laugh. Where the people that I have involved in Quick it cuts are back to the extremely good actors and funny as hell. And what is this the picture of? Can you tell what that is? Might be a student film of some type with the well, they're all it, well, it guys looks, in straight jackets. It looks like an old timey picture. They look malnourished and they have numbers on their straight jackets, it looks like. I don't know what this picture is. I'm not sure what he's going for with this pick. It should be a lot of fun, you know. We're just going to sit back and have some fun with this thing and and really just, you know, you're going to feel like you're with us through this whole adventure of Mr. Giaquinto. You know, a 50-year-old man that still lives with his mother. You know, that's that's the whole thing. He's he's uh, basically a mess and his mother's cranky. <laughs> it's going to be great. I just know it will be. <sighs> Laughter is the cure of a lot of things. And it brings you joy. So I want to thank everybody who has... Um... If you're in the cuts, it's cutting back to him in character in the film as Mr. Giaquinto. And he's just like looking off camera. I guess to the aforementioned Ma. Yeah. And he's got a bad wig on. The wig is very funny. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this guy's. Got. He's got a cohesive vision in his head that we're just not a part of. He said something that really struck me. Okay, let's hear it. I'm always interested to hear what gets you. Laughter is the cure for a lot of stuff. Yes. And that's true. Mm -hmm. So. Well said. <clears throat> well said. He says, uh, Mr. Giaquinto is a comedy about a 50-year-old man that lives with his mother. They own a pickup and delivery service that causes havoc when they pick up a rare diamond. Um, so that's kind of an interesting take on it. Uh, $221 pledged so far, $3,000, four backers, 28 days to go. I don't think this sucks. This is some guy's little short film, and he's he's in his 50s. He seems late to the the time period where you would be doing a student film, but... I Not like if it. you're a student of film, I think. Oh, yeah. I think. Is that something? I just smacked my forehead because <laughs> I wasn't seeing that. Yeah. Because I saw 
I saw what I wanted to see. Got your blinders on. Yeah, and we all do, don't we? Mr. Giaquinto. I think that's cute. That kind of tickled me a little bit. So that was Mr. Giaquinto. Mike, what is... You closed your laptop for, I think, the 60th consecutive. It says that that guy voted for Mike Pence. What the fuck? He's not, he didn't even run. So that's what he said. And you love him. That's what you said. Okay. It doesn't say that. I got something called... Uh, you can't vote for the vice president. Makes no sense. You vote but the, he did. You, well, you vote for a ticket. Yeah. Well, he was like specifically. Yeah. Mike Pence is the one. I got something called the 2020 Daily Scandal Calendar. Now, I know what you're thinking, JF. What is that? Uh, and I will, yeah. I will, I'll read it again if you want. Yeah. Slow so the it down 2020 for me. is a year. Daily Scandal Calendar. Donald Trump has so many scandals. Uh, under his, uh, you know, administration, Belt. all these guys, you know, going to jail and whatnot and saying, you know, hey, I did some stuff that wasn't cool. Like what? <clears throat> you know, the uh, Manafort, for instance, when he did his whole thing. He what did like, he do? Did some, uh, he was like, you know, I work for the Ukraine, but, you know, not really. Okay. And I'm still the problem with that? kind of like the main guy in this whole thing. What guy? And the FBI was like, um, that's not actually cool to do. So. Okay. Yeah. And that's one of them. <clears throat> and there was, uh, oh, Papadopoulos, George Papadopoulos. Right. Guy who was like, um, he sold some children's teeth big children's tooth guy selling them in the black market so they could make necklaces out of i don't know what he did yeah. probably not far off though that sounds in the ballpark yeah <laughs> this is a, a daily reminder that your vote matters it's a little calendar you know you ever right. see those calendars that have that have like far side cartoons on it and it's like uh hey who didn't go through and just read the far sides <laughs> it's a it's a you can't do it. You and know? you realize, oh, I guess I could have gotten a book of the far sides <clears throat> yeah. maybe and sort of it would have made a little more sense. Kind of metered this out for myself and made it yeah. more difficult than it has to be. Right. By purchasing the far side calendar. Oh, and wasteful because now that I pull it off, I actually – because this is – maybe the kids don't realize just this. ripped it you off. You used to just rip it off and then throw that in the garbage actually. Yeah. Because it's no longer that date. So when am I ever going to need this again? It won't be this date anytime soon. Uh – uh, did you forget about next year? Adoy. Yeah. And we did. And the calendar executives are rubbing their hands <laughs> together, you know. The calendar executives, when they were like, okay, so here's our whole fucking shit. We're yeah. going to make a calendar for the whole year. Right. And then we're going to sell it for like 20 bucks a pop. And everybody's like, that is awesome. That is an insanely good calendar price. People will pay that. Mm -hmm. And then at December, they were like... Holy fuck, we got to think about next year. Are yeah. we going to print the same calendar again? And people won't even buy it because they already have one from last year. And then it. they were like, check this out. The fucking days are all different yes. on this next year. Because sometimes it's Wednesday, whatever. And the CEO was like, that is the most baller shit of all time. And we just lucked into this. Now we're going to go back and fucking. Guy getting a huge raise because the days <laughs> of the week will be different in the next year. You know? Because he found the Gregorian calendar. Yeah. Oh, what's this? <laughs> you know, the boss man kicking his feet up on the big desk <laughs> saying, 
Jefferson, talk to me. What do we got for next year? Uh, it's December thirtieth. <laughs> we don't have a calendar for next year. We could do oh, uh, we could do one where it's like oh, uh, it's like a picture at the top and all the dates are at the bottom. Yeah, Jefferson, that's genius. You know? <laughs> then you got to rip it off. There's a little glue on the top. It's the whole thing. And of course, not only did we do that when we were kids, we've continued to do it every single year until today. We've all got the desk calendars on our desk. We've got the calendar that we're hanging up on the fridge at home. We're taking the little pin out and marking the X through the days. We are taking the knife and scratching it in our walls to know what day it is. Mm. It's so important to us now to physically represent the day that it is. Yeah. That the calendar is a home run. Yeah. People need to know the date. People need to know. We're always going to need to know the date. You know, for thousands of years. Used to be. Mankind has known the date. Used to be you just not know the date. Yeah. You just hang out and you'd be like, what the fuck day is it? Oh, wait, I don't care because here comes a saber tooth tiger. That's correct. Used so. to be four one one. That was sort of the Siri of those days. Is you would yeah. dial four one one. Hey, this is like an old conversation. People have conversation now. You, you used to go to the library. <laughs> um, this is interesting. It's it's a bunch of Trump scandals where he says something bad or does something bad or whatever. And I guess there's a lot of them probably. This um, is this is the king of the gaffes. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think this guy. You know, when he leaves office, I don't think he's going to have a lot to be proud of. <laughs> Just treating him as like a normal, a normal person. He said he said some really uh, crazy things. Hopefully, people remember him for his policy. Yeah, and not for the things that he said. Can we, for just one second, tamp down the just the rhetoric? S- and it's from both sides. It's, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> But at the end of the day, you got to see what did he say he was going to get done and what did he get done, compare and contrast, and you give him a little check mark and a pat on the head. And that's how I believe we should treat the powerful. I don't know. Call me crazy. I think we should respect our betters. You know? Hey, is that so old? Is that so crazy? Yeah. Call me old fashioned. Oh, lock me up and throw away the key, by the way. He probably would. I probably would. And maybe I deserve it. And maybe I like it. Thank you, Mr. President, for, for locking, locking me, me up, up and throwing away the key. <laughs> <laughs> the Trump the Trump the Trump scandals or whatever people who are like, Ooh, that's a bad look, Mr. President. And there are so many of Eight those Pinocchios. Just fucking useless. Here's something that's here's something that's useful that you want to take something free that Trump puts out and put on a fucking calendar that people can look at. Put his fucking tweets on there. They're funny as shit. <laughs> they are very funny. Put his fucking tweets on there. Is he um, is he even a monster? Absolutely. He's a total dirtbag that's ruining us and and the world. But can the guy post? He's a good poster. What's your um what's your favorite tr- Trump post? Cuz there's so many that we love to read. I think it's the one where he's like, um, or it's, I think it was uh, during the, either during the campaign. Right. If you remember how crazy that was. Oh, let me, let me, let me get in my, you know, yeah, time, get in the time machine and think about that. Yeah. But he tweeted something, um, I think in January of, uh, I forget when it was, he was like, uh, hello, sir, I, and then a briefcase of jelly beans falls <laughs> He did that one. That, that is a good one. Um, I like the one where he's like, uh, "What's the Diet Coke one?" I'm not saying. Oh, he, I've ne- he. Well, he's done. He's done a bunch of. I've never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. Yeah, and he looks like a fucking weeble wobble, like a fucking. He looks like one of those guys from. Uh, 
what's the what's the goddamn Alice in Wonderland? He looks like one of those. Uh, oh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> he looks like those guys. Yeah, the new one though, where they like mocapped that one yeah. comedian, and he's like, um, he says people are going crazy with my comments on Diet Coke. Parentheses soda. <laughs> Let's face it, this stuff just doesn't work. It makes you hungry. What does he think it was supposed I don't, to do? I mean, does he think it was supposed to suppress appetite? I think so. And I think that's because people. The rumor has always been about him that he's like a like a he's on meth essentially, yeah. right? Like he's yeah. on methamphetamines. He's like on diet pills. And it shit. makes you hungry. But do you think it's so? There's two ways. There's two ways to think about this. One yes. is he's a fat moron. Unlikely, but... And he doesn't know what the fuck he's saying or doing. Yes. That's one way you could look at it. You could, yeah. But the way that I choose to look at it is that <clears throat> this was all part of the plan, and he's right forcing a buyout by uh, denigrating the Coca-Cola company, therefore tanking their stocks. Yes. Where he will swoop in and... Buy uh, at the low price. Buy at the low price. Then jack it up and say it does work. It makes you not hungry? Now that I'm in charge of Coca-Cola, yeah. we've... Put the right, you know, but this is the one you mean here, huh? The Coca Cola company is not happy with me. That's fine. I'll still keep drinking that garbage. That is the quintessential tweet from the president so of the United good. States. That is the number one tweet. That one, or the sissy Graydon Carter bad food restaurants. Uh, one. <laughs> that one's also good. Sissy Graydon Carter of Failing Vanity Fair magazine and owner of Bad Food Restaurants ha- has a problem. His VF Oscar party is no longer quote hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one might be the, so that one might be the good. best one. That is that is so quintessential. Tr- Sissy Graydon Carter, <laughs> Failing Vanity Fair magazine, and bad owner of Bad Food Restaurants has a problem. His Vanity Fair Oscar party is no longer hot. He's just cooking that up. That was in 2014. He's just cooking that up. That was before Dan Scavino showed up and really laid it down. You love show. Dan Scavino. Dude, do you remember that shit where all of his, when they took over, yeah. like all the emails for the social media accounts were Gmail accounts? Do you uh, remember that? White, White House president at gmail.com, yeah. There was a guy named Wachula Ghost who like did the password recovery stuff on all the accounts yeah. when, when, that, when they first changed hands and like... Yeah, it was like Vice President 2016 Unreal. at gmail.com. Nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody could step in and say, hey, we maybe shouldn't do that. Yeah. There's like no, like, there's no oversight whatsoever. Oh, and there's it the oversight. scare the fuck out of people that Donald Trump became president yeah. <laughs> because everybody was like, oh, there is no requirement. Yeah. IQ wise or whatever. Yeah. Anybody can be president. It's possible. It's kind of inspiring, actually. Uh yeah. One of the old songs. I don't know what it's called. This is a good one. Quote at cat penis. Real Donald Trump. I respect your integrity, sir. Rock on. This was this was the days of quoting. There was no quote tweet button. You had yeah. to quote it. And he quoted cat penis. Very, very good. I love the cat penis post. Um, of course, there's the one um, from our friend David Roth, where he quote tweets David Roth. Uh, so David replied to Donald <laughs> Trump, and Donald Trump just straight up quote tweeted it and signed it. And the, the, the quote was attributed to Donald Trump. 
Mm-hmm. I was never one who looked at success as bad. For me, success was always good. I loved it and still do. <laughs> Donald Trump. And Donald Trump. Did I say that? Fuck, I did it. say he that. He was like, that is smart. That sounds like something I would say. That's very good. <laughs> success is good. <laughs> <laughs> fucking the last two neurons in his brain just firing off. Huh. Money good. What were some of the other ones that he did that were so good? Those are the ones I remember right offhand, but I know there's like a dozen of them that make me laugh every time I fucking see him. What a fucking absolute moron. But doing his best. You know, you know he's got a lot on his plate with the last what the last president left him and stuff and <laughs> which is what? <laughs> the economy and all that stuff. Okay, you know? yeah, you're right. You're right. He left it in such a bad way that Donald Trump had to. Well, Sissy uh, Graydon Carter, bad food restaurant. Like yeah. I keep, I keep thinking about that as the Lisa needs braces thing. Sissy <laughs> Graydon Carter, bad food restaurants. Yeah. Sissy Graydon Carter. And now he's like he's like tweeting photoshops and stuff that insane people make for him. Wonderful. Very good. Anyway, so that was whatever you were talking about. Uh, now it's my turn. Give me the rock. Hey, pass me the rock. Pass me the rock. Yeah. I mean, well, I want to have the rock. If I'm. I... I'm doing. I'm gonna. I got the jumper. <sighs> okay, fine. Here's the three. Mike from three. That's my terms. If they're good. Um, this is one that I do think sucks, and it's actually one that's a little bit curious. I'm kind of doing a little chin scratch on this, Mike, because. IDK, what's going on? Is that okay to throw? I think you can say that now. Is that okay to Everybody's do? Everybody's freaking saying it. Everyone's Why saying not? that. What's what's one? You've, LOL. You've heard LOL in person, right? You've heard of LOL. <laughs> hey, yeah. you've heard of LOL. Yeah. Try this one out. I've heard AF. Have you heard AF and someone say out of the, with their mouth? Mm-hmm. I've heard... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, boss over shoulder can't talk now. B O S C T N. I've yes. heard that one so many times. It's like, yes. It's like, yeah, I see him. Yeah, I know. I'm he's, right behind you. He's right there. We or, are we are talking face to face. Yeah. Why would you say that to me? I've heard of FaceTime, but talking face to face—that's so good. That could be a new take on it. This one is interesting. It's called "We Are Here to Grow Our TV Network for Family Programming." Mike. Rolls off the tongue. Programming has one M. Just noticed that it does. I'm not going to hold it against. Sometimes, them. though, here's what I'll say about when there's double consonants and they're M's. Sometimes in your head, when you're writing the M, you'll say M on the first hump, mm-hmm. and then you'll say M again on the second hump. But really, that only makes one M. So if you say M M. Mm-hmm. You've really only done one. Yeah. And sometimes... That was what his whole first album was about. It was about how to pronounce it and how to write it good. Mm. Now, now here's... The, now I'm going to do the... I'm going to do my... Yep. I am going to do yes. my... And I never do this. You know this. I know it. Ask anybody. Ask around. I am going to do my Slim Shady impression right now. Respect my authority! Pretty close. This one is strange. Okay. This one's weird. This is by and I don't I I did a little I did a little detective work. You did a little investigative I journalism. Did a little, uh, Let's play the serial theme. Let's cue that up. Is that Ozzy Osbourne? What is that? 
tubular bells or whatever. Um, I'm going to play the video. Okay, that intro, real quick, let me get your thoughts on the intro. That intro is fire. Yeah. I will say that. It reminded me of what SNL would do as a joke with, like, Anna Gasteyer. <laughs> right? I went there immediately. Yeah. I said, Anna Gasteyer, morning show skit. Yeah. This is what it is. Hi, everybody. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, just, just really real at the top it. of it. Yes. Yeah. And it's actually called... I'm Horatio Sands too, and I'm here. In Horatio the Sands is the first guest, and he Why comes out. Why are we out, going to the, like, that cat? <laughs> <laughs> because they don't do this shit anymore. That's Horatio Sands. That's his bit. He comes out on the show. <laughs> he is funny though. <laughs> this is actually called Susie Homemaker, which adds to the level of this seems like a bad sketch. Yeah, but it is. It's real. Hi. I'm Susie McCauley, and welcome to the world of Susie Homemaker. For nearly 100 years, the iconic brand name Susie Homemaker has been a part of our American lifestyle. What the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Susie Homemaker has been a part of the... For 100 years? The name? What is that? Susie Homemaker? She only looks like people she's like say 40. It. People say it, and that's what you're... You're just saying that people say something a lot? Watch how many different McMansions she walks through in this video. She's comfort, home, family, simplicity, and love. She's me, she's you, and she's anyone who has a love of home and family. As the CEO and face of Susie Homemaker, I have nearly two decades of success in television and radio. I launched a worldwide product line on HSN, and I made the cover of Homeworld Business and Textiles Today. Home Positioning Susie Homemaker as a leading lifestyle brand is our mission. We will accomplish this through TV, print, social media, and promoting our product lines. We have two brands, Susie Homemaker, which is home, garden, and food, and She Brand, which is health, beauty, and fashion. Women account for $18 trillion worth of consumer spending, and our target market is really echoey in the kitchen yeah we're gonna want to do some adr now she's in the can so in post so look at this bathroom are you into this bathroom at all not into this bathroom and i don't i don't want to give this person money if they're walking around in their fucking mcmansion yeah like filming all the fucking tile and shit yeah what do you mean i'm not like please take my money so you can get another fucking uh, I don't know. What is that bathtub made out of? The bathtub Pumice? is fucking sick. It's pretty sick. I love it. It looks like tub. Dracula's bathtub. It does. <laughs> it's black stone. You can see the blood bubbling out of that yeah. right now. And it's so hard. It's 25 to 64. There's an amazing opportunity for Susie Homemaker to reach this market. To build the Susie Homemaker brand, I need you. I thought you've already done it for either 100 years or 20 or years. a millennia. What was the shit that they sold you in, like, uh, when you were in high school? It was like the, uh, you know, when you would take home ec or whatever, and then you would, you'd have, you could buy stuff? Oh, we didn't have home Pampered ec. Chef, I think it oh, was. Oh, Pampered Chef, yeah. That's like an MLM. Yeah, we had it in school for some reason. That rocks. Which is really cool. Somebody made like 1% on yeah. selling that to the school. So good. Everybody's benefiting. Oh, Stephanie's mom does uh, yeah. camp for she, she can come in and teach a class. Fuck that. <laughs> and with this funding, I will put into place the infrastructure to build our social media platform and to begin discussions with targeted broadcast and streaming networks. 
Our primary goal is to expand the market reach for Susie Homemaker. New kitchen. Yeah. Don't know what this is. Second kitchen. Kitchen two. Take our company public in three years. I want to thank you for wanting to be a part of our family. In the meantime, remember, home is a light within your heart here at Susie Homemaker Enterprises. This is fucking the worst SNL sketch I've ever seen in my life. No laughs. Yeah. I'm not laughing at anything. Where was the wacky? This was the, this is the one they cut to. Cut for time. <laughs> they cut. Yeah. Oh, um boy. what the fuck is this? this I is, don't know. This is this Trump. Is, this is Trump shit. To this me. is some Trump shit. This is like uh don't show this to people. Show it to like fucking uh business suit guys. Yeah. Who are like Ugh. That's who you need to talk to. Don't talk to like, you know, Kickstarter people. I don't know what they were thinking on this. And I don't even know if this is real. That's what's so fucking weird. Like I watched the video, but all of it has this weird sheen of fakeness. Just it's like Trump shit. It's talking about how everything has been good for a very long time, and yet we need money still? Why? Yeah. If it's been good for so long, and you've built such a great brand, why are you building a brand? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And on top of that, it's like, look at this weird it's seal of quality, appro- excellence. <laughs> Susie Homemaker. Who the fuck is Susie Homemaker? Seal of approval, excellence. It's, she's trying to start a brand, right? But she already did. She's trying to start a bigger brand that... Does TV? I don't know. And magazines? I don't know what the fuck. And she wants $3 million on here, by the way. $1 pledge of $3 million. I didn't see that. That's extremely funny. One backer, 52 days to go. And she's like got these pro photo shoots. CEOs and shit love talking about the time they were on the cover of a magazine. No matter how shitty the magazine is. What was it? Business World? Textiles? Home Business? Nobody remembers it. What the fuck are you talking about? I've already forgotten it. It was five seconds ago. It matters to nobody but you. It's like the equivalent of telling someone your dream. Nobody gives a shit about it. They've what is moved your dream? on. What's your dream? I have like? not dreamed in a very long time. I had a weird. Can I tell you my fucking dream last night, real quick? This will be quick. This will be quick. You'll like this. Tell me. Tell me your dream directly after I said nobody cares about hearing right. people's dreams. That's right. Lay it on. Me. I'm the exception. <laughs> One of them. I had two dreams. One of them where I was like fighting like a guy who was like made out of socks. It was in the bed, and he was, like, holding me down. He was very strong, and I was like, get out of here, sock guy, or whatever. And then I think in the other one, I lost my phone. Hmm. And it says, Susie McCauley <laughs> is the founder of Susie Homemaker Enterprises and the She Network with more than 24 years of television broadcasting experience. So you definitely get the vibe of, like, uh, the show that comes on after the news in uh-huh. the morning on the local channel. A lot yeah. of people probably haven't caught that since they were sick in fucking high school or whatever but if you have a non-traditional job like yours truly you're able to sometimes click on i don't do it anymore but like after the price is right it's like time for the local showcase where it's like yeah we brought in our lady who like goes to the flea market and tells you how to buy like a can or something and she comes on and talks for 45 minutes or whatever the fuck <laughs> and then the dumbass guy in the suit has to bake cookies and he's like well i don't know what i'm doing or whatever <laughs> the local tv shit you know that's what that's what she looks like and she says she the national debut of her Susie Homemaker Home brand that have aired on the Home Shopping Network to her magazine cover on Homeworld Business. Susie has brought a face to the iconic name the world has come to love and trust. Don't know what the fuck. She's appeared regularly on the Today Show, Good Morning America, Regis and Kelly, Fox Four Good Day, Good Morning Texas, Designing Texas, and the Designing DFW TV shows, where she was well known for conducting home transformations, better known as Susie Home Makeovers. 
I mean, to whom is it known? Susie lives in the Dallas-Fort Worth area with her husband, Tim, and their five fur babies. So... It's part of the Susie Homemaker Enterprises. It's part of the She Network. Just a fucking torrent of uh, words and phrases that this reminds you just me of the can't fucking, absorb fast enough. It reminds me of the fucking thing from a few weeks ago where it was that smart bulb process, re, the reset process on that smart oh, bulb yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that got put out. It's just that um, it's it's that it's that non acknowledgement of what you're saying is crazy, <laughs> but you're just barreling through it. Well, flick the switch on yeah. two times. Then switch it off one time. Like, no one's going to do then this. Then tap and spin. This is fucking stupid. This is so weird. Um, $5, you get picture in our letters of logo. Pledge now and your headshot will be become a part of our letters in our new She Network logo for life. So you'll be permanently in the logo for life. So I guess it's probably the idea in their heads is like a big mural of faces in the She logo. Yeah. And you can pay five bucks and be in there. Ten bucks. Susie will call you on the phone. God bless this lady's husband and or friends who have to hear about this shit all the time. Yeah. Big rich wife energy yeah. off this lady. <laughs> Big rich white lady energy coming off of here. Uh, for 15 bucks, you get a social media shout out. Just got nothing to do. Going to start her own enterprise. I'm going to start my own. Fu- I'm going to be the next Oprah. And I'm already like. 45. I've never heard of Susie Homemaker. Now, maybe this is an established brand because it said it's loved the world all over. What it sounds to me like she did was she took something like like a nebulous fucking like past concept like Johnny Appleseed (laughs) and is like Johnny Appleseed. Everybody loves Johnny Appleseed. I'm Johnny Appleseed. Like there's no copyright on Johnny Appleseed. I'm Johnny Appleseed now. (laughs) Like I feel like that's what she fucking Susie Homemaker must be like a fucking thing just people used to say. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's me now. My name's Susie, or I'll change it to be Susie or whatever. And now I have a TV a TV channel. Is that? Johnny Appleseed is a, is a name that you can trust. Yeah. That's why we made Johnny Appleseed condoms for dogs. <laughs> and we that's my business. And you know the Johnny Appleseed name. It's a name you can trust. Right. Um, here we go. 25 bucks, you get uh, the She Network family Italian cookie recipe. And listen to this listen to this Trump like copy. She's family Italian cookie recipe. I will send you over the secret family recipe. Once you send your pledge, then you can get to baking right away. Make everyone see you really know how to bake with your pledge to the She Network. Make everyone see you re- that sounds like something you say when you're holding a gun. I just got it. Susie Homemaker Enterprises. S H E. Okay. She is on another level. <laughs> I take it back. Fifty bucks, you get a video of her making the recipe. Fifteen hundred dollars, you get your name in the credits of a national TV show. You can also get a logo or website posted in TV show credits. Although it says fifteen hundred, and then it says ten thousand dollars below that. Fifteen hundred bucks, you can be an extra on the show. I will note normally that when you're in the audience of a show, it is free of charge. So fifteen hundred is a little bit more. Seventy five hundred bucks, you can be a guest on the show. Although again, they've messed the levels up to where it says seventy five hundred, and then the copy it says ten thousand dollars. So you just got to decide, you know. And then for ten grand, you can write their theme song for the show. Uh, did you see the light bulb go off over my yeah. head? I got to get ten grand. You got to scrape together ten grand. And there's so much shit on here. Um, 
Susie McCauley, the real Susie Homemaker, is a seasoned television executive. Blah, blah, blah. Tells you all about her again. Then below that, it says John Atwood, owner of Atwood Custom Homes, is a premier luxury home builder specializing in design. Blah, blah, Talking about this home builder. What does he have to do with her or this this whole concept? I don't know. It's, Saturation. I mean, it's just overwhelming. It's, it's a, like the it's like being on the Twitter. It's like fucking, I, don't, I can't care about this. In three years, the Susie Homemaker brand will be everywhere. <laughs> First, so this is what you've got on the sh- on the network, okay? Susie Homemaker's Ultimate Dream Home, 26-week season. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Live, Love, Laugh Today with Susie Homemaker, trademark. 440-day full-time talk show. Got to say that seems like more days than there normally are. Got to count for leap year. Okay. Also. Then you've got the Susie Homemaker TV and, me- and media holiday specials. Uh, then you've got the network, which, again, this is under the subheading of the network. So the network is not a show on the network. You've got social media, and then you've got products. Magazine and easy. Now, there's a smart industry to go in. Magazine. Print media. Yes. Get your get eyeballs on your print stuff. Plus, it says, look, and this is my favorite part of this, major opportunities in lifestyle and streaming. DIY network, which reaches 52 million homes. What does that have to do with? I mean, so this is a... Okay, so the idea is like maybe get I'll get on there on the DIY network. They're trying to get on Netflix. Well, Americans spend over two billion dollars a month on streaming services, which offers majors opportunity for she. CBS will spend eight billion, Disney twenty four billion, Hulu two point five billion on content. So if she they just all they need is like three million. The numbers here for you, so you're not wondering. Yeah, should I contribute eight million dollars to this project? Right. I need to see some math first. She says, hold up. I already fucking did it for you. It's a lady with just just time. I, I mean, she's. I'm sure she's talented. She can probably like whip together. Like my house is fucked. Like I need fucking, I need Susie Homemaker's help. I was going to say, your place looks like shit. Everything's fucked up. Everything's out of place. It's like dirty. It's like mm-hmm. fucking, everything's Stinky. jacked up and it's too much shit for me to do. I don't want to do it. I'd That's love to have smell. Susie Homemaker in here. Like a moldy smell. But if you look around, she's also like a a wet, like a wet clothes that didn't get dry. That's the kind of smell. That's pretty good. Susie Homemaker is an idiom, it says here. It's a personification of the quintessential female American housewife. During the 1960s, this was a brand of child-sized kitchen appliances and also a doll of the same name. Now, she spells it different. So it's not a ripoff. So it's technically different. Best of luck to this rich white lady creating more consumable media for other rich white ladies to consume and shit out at the water cooler or whatever the fuck they do. I don't know. Yeah. Shitting rocks. Shitting at the water cooler. can't be beat. Um, Everybody's see. like, hey, we got a bathroom. She does have a LinkedIn. She's the CEO of Susie Homemaker Enterprises. Um. Let's see. Uh, wow, she's been doing this a lot. So she's been the CEO at Self-Employed for 15 years and eight months. Uh, <laughs> she's also on, if you can also she's find also. This. It says here she's also owner at Minding My Own Business. <laughs> you can also find her on iFundWomen, which seems to be like a, I, we've never seen this on the show, like a specifically lady themed crowdfunding network where she's only wanting one million dollars but as for the same concept it looks like the amounts are actually uh correct 
and it shines a little more light on who this other guy is. It's like the builder that they're going to partner with on the show, I guess. Um, really weird shit, huh? Pretty good. Here's the show. Here goes. Let's see. Welcome back to the Susie Homemaker Dream Home. We are still here at Ferguson's. We are here fighting plumbing for the dream home. What do you have in mind? Well, I think we want to, we want something fresh and bright. We also want a, con- uh, a contemporary feel to Oh, she's having I fun. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> and we've got Ellie and Brianna on the job. They're hooking up with Christine today, so we're going to find out what we're going to have in the dream home. Absolutely. I can't wait. American Standard and their designer DXV line really have some cool stuff that would fit nicely into this project. From transitional So she's just walking around the store in between, saying what is good. You have everything you can yeah. need. And really great. And you have these nice shiny legs. They're open instead of a traditional. And I like these. Hey, this my ears are perking up. This chrome one right here. Absolutely. What? I like the shiny legs. Awesome Damn, this is fucking. ground and hang over and we can do that. We can do that. And our light fixture above. Ferguson's is like a one-stop shop. Ugh. Look, thanks. This is some shit that's on at the dentist. That's fine. It ain't for me. Sometimes you got to go to the dentist. They're not going to put they're not going to put the local sports ball game up on there for you yeah. at the dentist. They're going to be watching Sync TV or Court TV. Yeah, just guys getting arrested every. Now that's a good show. I like going into the dentist. Sometimes I'll go into the dentist's office and I won't even have an appointment. Yeah, I'll just go in to hang out and watch daytime television. Uh, what are you guys are doing today? <laughs> <laughs> Cracking a brew. Oh, Judy. Love her. <laughs> love her. You love her? <laughs> you on your phone? All right. All right. Well, that's the six pack. We went long today. Sorry. Everyone's mad. Everyone's screaming. At I us. didn't do one, you stupid asshole. Yeah, we did them all. No, we didn't. Which one do you think you didn't do? I didn't do the trestle one. Oh, fuck. Moron. You're slipping. It's too long now. It's too late. Trestle, oh, let me just, let me, Trestle made a $960. Yeah. Dollars. Yeah, let's run through this Done quick. Over with. Trestle building your, bridging your AeroPress and K-Cup. This, this was the big it. coffee thing we fucking. Yeah. We were alluding to that yeah. people were looking forward hey, to. you were rewarded if you stuck around. It's a brewing device to connect your AeroPress coffee brewer to a K-Cup. For ease of brewing on the go. Now, you know what an AeroPress is. I don't have to tell you. I do know what it is. What is it? Just for the idiots who don't know. It's some kind of coffee thing. And I'm thing. rolling my eyes, you know. <laughs> it's some kind of coffee thing. I think the idea is it's... It, here's my understanding of AeroPress. Is this, this is like the real hipster way to do coffee. This is what we all decided. We, we tried all the other bullshit and we were like, okay, AeroPress, this is a good way to yeah. do it. We tried all the other stuff like man bun... That didn't stick. Now right. it's AeroPress. That's the hipster thing. AeroPress is like you put the coffee in a tube, you know, and, and you then you put the water hot separate. water in and then you crunch it yes. and then you smash it. Similar to a French Push press, it, I yeah. think. But this is pour over. AeroPress is pour over, I think. So it's it's that. So this product is that. But this is but, but the AeroPress specifically is what people who really like coffee mm-hmm. use because they're the ones who are like. It's incredibly laborious. I'll get. I'm, I don't need the machine. Wasteful. And yeah, I need the fucking tube. I'll blow the water process. separate. Yeah. If you, if you really love coffee, you're gonna spend about like fucking three hours to make a cup of coffee. Yeah, and it's gonna suck. Not dishwasher. But safe. you're gonna say, "Wow, that's a really good cup of you coffee." You can really taste the notes of chocolate. You know, whatever fruit. 
But that's what coffee enthusiasts like. Now, on the other hand, you've got the K-cup, which is what people who hate themselves drink. Perfect. <laughs> you could not go wrong with a K-cup. Just the worst trash imaginable, right? Mm-hmm. And this product says, well, we're going to take the thing that the people who love coffee and take it really seriously use, and we're going to merge that with a thing where people are just like... Um, like literally, like Dilbert style, walking up to the thing, like, "Whoa, where's my? I need yeah. my beans," and just like mm. just sucking it down like a little. Is that zombie, what you think you know? Dilbert is? Dilbert, <laughs> is that what you think? Dilbert is. Oh, I gotta get my beans. That's one of the That's guys. Dilbert is always saying, "I gotta get my beans." I think it's Wally that says that. <clears throat> so you put the fucking K cup in the thing, and then you smash it down. Because you've got to actually puncture the K-cup, unlike actual coffee. Yeah. I just can't fucking imagine still being on your shit where you're like, let's make the K-cup good. This genius device, this is a review. This genius device allows you to get true specialty coffee flavor with your AeroPress and a K-cup. Convenient single cup brewing will never be the same. Hey, I need you to write something for my Kickstarter and kind of just fucking go balls to the wall if you want. Really gas up my little (laughs) gadget. The world has changed. Just starting it out. No, no, no. That's (laughs) not lofty enough. (laughs) I'll play this. Trestle. Bridging the simplicity of the AeroPress coffee brewer with the convenience of a coffee capsule. Look at this shit. This guy's out in nature. He's getting out the hot plate. He's getting out his kettle. So, pause that. So, the setup here, let's set the scene. The guy's in the woods. An he's got unreal. His, he's got his van. $250,000 Mercedes I mean, Benz Sprinter camper. Real. Like a fucking insane uh, setup here. And he's got his little table, you know, that he fucking... Puts his little shit on. He's making his coffee in the morning for his little hike or whatever his the fucking most rich asshole bespoke does. Bespoke ass. Yeah, for looking real. dude. And he's got all this shit. And you're telling me he's going to reach for a fucking K cup of donut the shop? I, the idea behind this is that this is, I guess, this is what people think camping is like, where you take your fucking luxury car and fucking, yeah. I don't know. Onto don't the flattest, it. most open yeah. space. You get out your table, get all your accessories. That's what my, that's what my fucking problem, I can't, I cannot fucking begin mm-hmm. to, are you kidding me? I got to fucking get the, because when I had a, I had a, a, a juicer, you know? Yeah. And that was great. You just toss the shit in and it makes you the juice. And then you got to clean the damn thing. Yeah. And it's difficult to clean and it's got so many parts and shit. Yeah. Same shit with this thing. I can't, I can't imagine. No. Wanting a cup of coffee that badly. And then it's got to be some pretty fucking good coffee. And you know it's not. That's the other part of it is you know for a fact it's not because you can go have this shit right now. Yeah. And it sucks. This coffee better suck the fucking jizz out of my balls. Yeah. And put it in the trash for me. Put it in the trash for you. So I don't have to do it. And then I take a sip. Come still on my balls. Again, of the coffee. You're taking a sip of the. Whatever, dude. Whatever it is. Yeah. I'm sipping. Either way, for 30 or 40 bucks, you can turn your crappy little K-cup into, like, you're a woods guy and you can drink. I don't know. Look at that setup. 
Look at that Isn't insane. That fucking funny. So this guy's got this tall coffee cup thing with this arrow press on top of and it. And who knows which part and is even like, which, honestly. It's like eight feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> part of that is the arrow press. Part of that is the trestle. Part of that is the K cup, I guess. I don't know. Bizarre. This it, to me, it looks like uh, have you ever you seen those pictures floating around where somebody puts every accessory on the Game Boy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got the magnifier. <laughs> the I got the light. I got the, the genie. I've got the the extra yeah. battery, whatever. That's all this shit is to me. So there it is, right there. Aeropress. You got the Aeropress trestle. There's one, two, three, four, five different parts before you even put the K cup in there, right? What is the jet boil? What the fuck is that? I think that's a. That's where he does his water. I guess. Yeah, it's just to get hot water. Again, look very niche. There are one, two, three, four, five, six. Here. There's seven different like diagrams they have on here of the fuck. This is so complicated for a for a K cup. I mean, just bro, toss a fucking thermos in there and call it a real. day. You know, but then you'd be missing all the. I don't know. Legitimately, what is the what the fuck would you be the green the green? Oh God, it's this is Green Mountain uh, normal <laughs> what you, blend. What do you save? And for a Pacific Northwest guy who's all into nature, using this wasteful using the cup. that's such that's what rings so bitch. shitty to me. Yeah. There's no fucking way that that guy doesn't have like a five pound bag, <laughs> yeah. and there's like a monkey on the front of it. Yeah. Like, hey, this is the good coffee. Whatever. There's no way he doesn't have like the whole beat. Yeah, you're you going to fucking... get the fucking grinder out too man make it a yeah. whole day you know you got it in the fucking sprinter van <laughs> that's yours. what i'm saying yeah oh he doesn't have room <laughs> this guy's saving room on this shit like he's really fucking roughing it yeah like a nissan truck or something come on that sucks fuck this it sucks i'm over it i'm over the bullshit how much did yeah, it make that's the show oh no 961 fuck 20 this. grand Mike, we've still got time for an email. That's where you come in. That's where you come in, the mailbag portion of YKS. You want to send us an email? You can do it. Your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. You can do it now. You can call us at 802-359-PISS. It's the last number that they had. Leave us a voicemail if you like. You can also send us stuff. And I fuck... Wow, the address is not coming to me right now. Holy shit. Oh! Oh! 544 West Main Street, number 209. Gallatin, Tennessee. 37066. You almost got there. I think my mic cut out when I said it. Yeah. So six you can do Did all that. Again. You can do that shit if you want. Ben writes in, Hey fellas, I'm a big fan of the show, and although you haven't mentioned it in a while, you would occasionally bring up how you are both big candleheads. My fiance is out of the country. Actually he says out the country. I'm gonna leave that in. That's cute. My fiance is out the country and won't be home for a couple of weeks. So I wanted to spruce up our place a little bit for her arrival. In addition to taking out the my trash. Uh oh. Uh oh. Boy. Why why don't you work on your the my freaking email freaking writing email writing cleaning words. some of the dishes and getting almost all the beard hair out of the sink i want to get a nice candle fired up to really bring home how much effort this took that's where you come in that's the name of this thing. that's the thing he listens i need some scent advice and i need it bad here's my current candle knowledge so that maybe you can play off that to help find my ideal odor 
He says, he goes on, he continues on and continues and continues. I feel like Yankee Candle is sort of the Chapo Trap House of candles in that they're super popular, but at times seem too sophisticated and intelligent, and everything just goes over my head. Okay? Then you have those novelty religious candles, which would be more like a come town where the candle has the body of a has a the body of a saint. Oh God. But the head is antheacumia and it smells like cheap vanilla. I don't know. Then you have a citronella candle, which is like cereal, in that everyone has one they got years ago, and I guess it was supposed to serve a purpose, but holy shit, does it stink. I need that YKS smell, my guys. I need a scent that my fiance respects that I love, but gets absolutely no enjoyment out of herself. Something that I can burn for hours and hours and never get tired of, but that instantly puts her to sleep. Just a big amorphous blob of smelly wax, and no, I'm not talking about... And we'll bleep that. Um, we'll any that. advice will help, guys. Love the show. Yeah, I got some advice for you. Don't, Mike, don't do it to him. Mike, <clears throat> don't hit him with it. Uh, you know, just get some, just get a nice uh, citrusy smell. That's what I'm into. Are you really into citrus? I'm really into citrus, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you are. Was that convincing? You're not into anything. Just, I'm not What's your all. candle type? Because the thing about candles is, is uh, here's the only thing I will say about candles. In addition to some other stuff I'll say later. Put them on blast. If you go too fucking sweet on candles, we will all know. Yeah. Don't do fucking... It is like... Pumpkin pie. Man's, man's cologne. Don't put too much man's cologne yeah. on. A dabble, do you? So... Here, let me, let me do this. Tell me tell me this. I got one in here. I'm going to see if you... Tell me if you like this candle, okay? Okay. Is this, is this live? We're yeah, doing this live? Yeah. This is my live candle reaction? Yeah. I'm very excited. I'm not excited. He's not going to hear this, so he doesn't care. He might hear it when he edits the episode. What do you got? Now, this is a candlelight company. Don't fucking say. You said something about my TCL TV okay. two weeks ago, and I'm still <laughs> mad about it. Now, this is, this is nice. So, what is, what's that scent? Vetiver Oak Moss. Yeah. So, my recommendation is get something that's a combination of two things you don't know what it is. And that'll probably be good. Yeah. So there's something that's like, you know, like, like soap. Yeah. Soap. Something like that would be good. Something you don't know what it is. Something you don't know what it is. Soap and good manners. How about that? That's a candle for you. How about respect and uh, honor? Oh my God. Huh? Hit the dab. Go ahead. Hit it. Oh, 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 he did it. I did it three times. You got fucked up, Ben. Hey guys, uh, calling to let you know that uh, my wife and I are pregnant uh, with twins. Um, I know you guys do that and twins thing kind of a lot. Um, I don't really get the reference and maybe I want to say it sometimes, but I don't know if it's like gross and weird or anything. So if you could let me know what that reference is, that'd be appreciated. Okay, thanks. Love the show. Bye. And twins!